Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic here on twitch.tv slash themanapool. This week's episode is brought to you by the number three, because that's how many of us there are. Prime numbers! And that's how many <laughs> people were on each team at in SCG Richmond. Sure. Yeah, let's... Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm at the middle table, so it's my job to win or lose quickly so that I can then have similar influence on your games. Yes. Okay, but I'm the aggro player. I so mean, obviously. Yes. Probably done first. I'm also the aggro player, because this isn't Hearthstone, so I play aggro. Hashtag Team Aggro. Okay, Woo! so your jobs are to finish first and then to help me. Oh. Got it. That's why I'm in the middle. Have you considered playing aggro? <laughs> considered it? Are you kidding? I love to eat. That's true. Which one of us is the beatdown? Wait, nope, that's different. Yeah. That yeah. is an important question to ask at all times, though. Now, if you are some sort of entity or corporation or something that wants to sponsor us better than the number three... Hit me up. Looking at you four. But but really, no, we could use the money. Hit us up. We will shill just whatever. <laughs> we can be bought. I, and I, I really think we're, we're more number two than number four. I don't know how to take that. The guy from Austin Powers? Uh, no, I was going for a poop joke, but okay. Yay, poop joke! Number four means death, so I guess that's better, but I don't really like the choices. Hey, speak for yourself, 36% water. Uh, yeah, you know what's worse than being 36% water? Being poop. Um, <laughs> this is the gripping commentary that you come to the show for roughly once a week. Yeah, if you're new here, I don't know how you got here, but welcome, and it's good to be And we're you. sorry. And we're huh. sorry. So, I'm Chewy. He is. I am. Over there is Squee. Hi. And way over there is Clues. I am often way over there. <laughs> Clues might even be far out, man. <laughs> like in space, because he's, he's the astrophysicist. <clears throat> or on I a am boat. Often, I'm often on a boat, yes. He spends more time in boats than us combined. Which is like Still zero. That's not that, zero. It's not that difficult. <laughs> nah, dude. I don't vote. So, yes, hello, welcome to Monday Night Magic. This is episode number 680. Somehow. Somehow. And we're, we're going to talk about this here magic news now, finally. So. Okay, so here's the magic gathering. Boom. All right, so okay. first up, on Tuesday last week... Because we record on Monday nights. They were like, boom, here's Unsanctioned. And, and Cracked.com. What was that? Groovy Shrew V. Groovy Drew V. Just followed. Hey, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the pool. Excuse me, on my screen it's very tiny. So I had to... And it looked like it said Shrew, and it didn't. So my bad. He's groovy, though. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, unsanctioned on cracked.com of all places. They got, they revealed unsanctioned. Like you do. Yeah. And so unsanctioned is not a full unset like 
Uh, un, I always get these confused. Unglued was the first one. Unhinged, and then unstable. And then unstable. Yes, yep. I think yeah. that's right. Uh, unsanctioned is five. It's it's a boxed set, so you get it all with one purchase, and it's it's a box set that's got five different monocolored partial decks, and you pick two of them, shuffle them together, and that's your deck, and. Everything in those decks is silver bordered. It's like a greatest hits from unglued, unhinged, and unsanctioned. Wait, no, and yeah. unstable. And each color has three, I think, new cards, and there's one new land. So if you want to hear an in-depth look at the new cards, go listen to the last episode of The Mana Pool, because we covered that in depth, because that's what we do on, on that show when there's a new set. Right? Yes. That sounds like what you do. Yeah. But, uh, whoops. There is some good stuff here. I remember a lot of these. Like, it makes sense. I should. Flavor Judge is a new one. That's pretty good. Uh, if you're one of those people who wanted to get a sort of Dungeons & Dragons but couldn't get the limited products where they were available, here's another chance. Because uh, it's in here. Yeah, sort of Dungeons & Dragons. Oh, I think it was yeah. reprinted in Unstable as well. But here is an, another another one. Yeah. Hey. This is also your chance to get your Paper Tiger or Rock Lobster and Scissors Lizard. That is true. Yeah. If you don't hey. get all three, the balance is lost. Uh, Chifuji is now hosting. Hey, thank you. I actually, um, when I was first learning how to play Magic, uh, my roommate who was teaching me um, put Bingo in one of the decks. Oh, God. And the thing is, it's actually kind of not broken I, I thought it would be but you have to build a really special green deck to make bingo work and it sort of polices itself like I mean that's also the price point of goif so who knows but yeah mm. like 206 was the easiest one to get reliably but yeah I see. Yeah. But yeah, if if you like puns, and or, I do, or silly. Okay, clues. You like puns? Have I you do. looked at yeah. Circadian Night Owl? Uh, yeah, I did. I did look at that one. It's great. But then I wandered further down the list, and I've got lost on who, what, when, why, where. Oh yeah, the split card. That's a good one. Yeah, the split, split, split card. Yeah. Yeah, but no, Circadian uh, Night Owl. That's that's a good one. Just so much of it is punny. It is. Uh, I had not read the card until we did the 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 mana pool last week, and I'm like, "What? Come boo!" <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's a bird knight instead of a knight bird actually kind of bothers me slightly. It feels like a missed opportunity. But mm. other than that, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, hey, uh, did either of you happen to see the, uh, apparently there, and I know neither of you actually read Twitter, but I'm bringing this up in case someone out there did. Uh, did you see the like brouhaha on the Twitters about this product and people were complaining at Morrow that it's like not worth it for the lands? I mean, that's what happens whenever an onset comes up and then they buy it. So I think yeah. I saw it, but ignored it because... Yeah, for the, for the most part, Morrow was like, yeah, that's not really the, the point of this product. If you're, if you're just in it for the lands, this isn't really, this isn't really for you. Go buy the singles like everyone else. 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Unlands, for the, for those that somehow have missed this, uh, the Unsets always have these really beautiful full art lands that don't fit at all <laughs> into the rest of the set, but they're that that value that Magic players love. Yeah, yeah and this set is no exception. There are some gorgeous lands in here. Yeah, so, it's also got normal lands well, that each have a hidden squirrel. I was going to say, for a certain value of normal, since they all have a hidden squirrel. I appreciate that trait. Um, I think for me, like it's actually kind of weird because um, this, from what I can tell, doesn't have Urza's hot tub. It does not. So a wall is really a wall. Okay. Like that was the joke originally that you found him hiding in the back of the art of Urza's hot tub, but. Oh, okay. But now he's actually just gone, gone. You're making a flavor joke. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's how the cards work. And you did see that they altered the art on uh, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Johnny and Timmy both got new art. Johnny got new cards. Yeah. For his combo. Uh, but otherwise, I think the art is the same. That's the same yeah, art. It, it's the same art. They just changed it's, his cards. Does he have a, the same shirt on? I can't remember um, what original Johnny shirt was. Doo -doo -doo. I will find out. You can always tell when uh, Squee is typing because it's really loud. Because it's so loud. It's it is really, really old loud. keyboard. Super old keyboard. Uh, da -da -da -da. Wait, he's he's looking. Um, it's the same shirt. Okay. Like the and cards, then, as mentioned, are different, but the shirt is the same. Timmy Power Gamer got. Awesome new art. Because he's a dinosaur. Rawr. It checks out. Yeah. But, yeah. There you go. If this sounds like a thing for you, then go for it. It's meant... It's essentially a, a two-player boxed product. Uh, for maximum fun, what you do is you, you get the five piles together, and then you randomly pick two of them, shuff, shuffle them up, and play so that you're not planning ahead and then it's really silver bordered nonsense yeah enjoy the night of the hokey pokey and um richard garfield phd and uh the infernius spawnington the third esquire and um the paniac and um Oh, let's see. The Slaying Mantis and um, the Entirely Normal Armchair. Oh, hey, yeah. It makes sense that I guess they updated yet another Ether Vortex to no longer use the combined letter. Since what they don't do that anymore. What colors? That's red. Yeah. So there you go. Can I, uh, can I lodge a complaint? Sure. So if you go to the, uh, the the product page for Unsanctioned, not the card image gallery, but the product page for Un Unsanctioned. I don't even know uh, where that is. I'll, I'll drop a link in the chat, shall I? Here we go. Control V. Bam. Look it's at that. Coming right soon. In the chats. <clears throat> we'll see if I so, can find it naturally. Uh, yeah, I just uh, typed in Magic Unsanctioned, and I think it was the first hit on, uh, on the Googs. 
Oh, there it is. It's under special products and coming soon under products. Yeah. Okay, uh, what about so, it? So uh, there's, there's this link for pre-order at your game store. And if you click on that, it takes you to the highly useful wizard store and event locator, which I've never really found all that helpful. But then right next to it is the button that most people are probably going to use, which is pre-order on Amazon. And I think that's kind of a jerk move. Wow. I, mean, I uh... I clicked on the, the pre-order at your local game store. Uh, did it take you to California? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's now telling me where I can find stores and events near Los Angeles, CA. Yeah. Now, I could uh, let yeah. it use my location, but I don't want Wizards. Yeah, there's no home. way I'm going to let it do that. Click in the location bar, and you can see that the link that they used pre-populates that exactly because whoever made this bookmark probably ran off their cookies and then copy-pasted it in rather than actually using a variable. Oh, yeah, look yeah. at that. Yeah, Los Angeles, California. You can't see that on screen, but yeah, Los Angeles, California. Lord. Now, clues, to your point, uh, yes. <clears throat> at least pre-order at your game store is there. Because for every other set, there's like, pre-order this from us or on Amazon, and that's it. Yeah, that's true. Although I'm I'm trying to use their locator to actually get to the website of my local game store to see if that helps, and I I can't. I mean, that doesn't really surprise me. I, I put in I put in my location. It showed me some events that are happening nearby, and when I click on one of them, who I know is a game store I've been to, it then just gives me the list of events happening at that game store, but no way to actually get to their website from here. So they may as well just link to a Google box where you could just go and Google your local game store's name. I mean... At any rate, I, look, I'm just ranting it. about how I really... Watsy has taken a turn recently away from what previously was their number one mantra, which was support your local game store. And yeah, it hurts my soul, but the product looks cool. I'm off my soapbox. Let's move on. Yeah, you'll notice Watsy hasn't said, you know, our game stores are the most important in several months. Since roughly when they started selling the product directly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy that. Now yeah. we are your local game store. You remember when uh, things like From the Vault and whatnot went to local game stores to give them a boost? Now they're sell straight from the Hasbro shop. Just saying. Yep. To all the eagerly waiting bots. Yeah. But anyway, uh, also there are, there are tokens. Tokens! For this, there's a Beeble. There's a Goblin. There's a Squirrel. Squirrel! There's the Dragon from the Sword of Dungeons and Dragons. There's a giant teddy bear. And there's a place to put your acorn stash. It's important. Nice. Yeah. Keep up with that. Yeah. As as a random aside, I really love that squirrels are liars. I mean, that's just true to life. Oh, okay. Has well, a squirrel you know, ever the, told you the truth? In in the fall, when squirrels are burying nuts, they will pretend to bury nuts in places just in case someone's watching. 
but they'll actually go through all the motions. They'll dig a hole. They'll put nothing in it. They'll fill it back up as if they've buried a nut and then wander off. They do it just to lie, just to throw people off. Well, because then, look, I have, I grew up watching uh, Chip and Dale, and they're not squirrels, but, you know, they're close enough. Uh, and for all the times that people stole all their nuts, like, I can understand that. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's just, I think it's interesting that... Uh, You've got to convince other things that it's probably not worth their time to start digging. Squirrels know how to act. Dig here, sucker. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> All right, so that's unsanctioned. Unsanctioned is, I don't know what it costs. It's probably like 50, 60 bucks, probably. Uh, well, you know, you could follow that link and uh, uh, check it out on Amazon. Yeah, well, I was trying not to bring that up because I want to encourage people to buy from the local game stores. Clues. You could go find your local game store somehow, not through this link. <laughs> but anyway, check with your local game store and buy it from them instead of from Amazon because yeah, Amazon has enough of everyone's money. It's true. All right. So moving on, uh, we have more different news here. This, this is something interesting. Wizards of the coast, you know, the company, what makes magic and dungeons and dragons. Yeah. And Play-Doh. They're, they're making Play-Doh. Shut up. <laughs> That's Hasbro. I know. That's why I'm like, just kidding. They're making a new sci-fi RPG with Bioware veterans. Survivors <laughs> of the crunch. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a new game studio that Wizards of the Coast is apparently building called Archetype Entertainment. And it's going to be led by former Bioware veterans James Olin and Chad Robertson. I think that's how you say his name, Olin? I think that's right. Uh, but... Okay, no one cares. No, this this is just about where they came from. Yeah, whatever. It's a uh, press release. Like Archetype's debut project is described as a multi-platform role-playing game, quote, set in an all-new science fiction universe that will send players on a story-driven epic where choices they make will have real consequences on how their story unfolds. Mm. So they're they're making fake Mass Effect. Yeah. Which you know that's fine because Mass Effect is old now. And even though it still probably hasn't been bettered, certainly not by the the final uh, Mass Effect game. <laughs> uh, sorry, Andromeda. I'm not I still sorry. like you, but but like can uh, can can I can I make a comment about the uh, the choices they make will have real consequences? Sure. I have two words for you: Mirrodin pure. <laughs> They never told you those choices would have consequences, Clues. Yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go ahead, Google Mirrodin Ask your Pure. parents. Ask your parents. Ask the person who taught you how to play Magic. They know what I'm talking about. They probably do. Uh, but yeah, this is a brand new thing. It's not D&D or Magic. It's a third thing. Uh, it, it's a video game, for one, apparently. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. That's That's literally all we've got. But that's neat that Watsi is branching out with... At least they're doing something with the billions of dollars that they've been uh, collecting off of Magic players, right? I think they've understood the need to diversify. Because they've really been living on, like, two products for a long time. And yeah. now that they're getting more into esports and stuff, that's, like, the first step to spreading out. 
but I think this is actually a much healthier direction to go in. So we'll see where it goes. Mm, I'm a little concerned about starting with something this massive. Because, like, a Mass Effect-style game is nothing to sneeze at. This takes no literal years. It's like half a decade to build. Yeah. But it does have people who know what they're doing in charge. So that's yeah, a good. help? It, it's a good thing they started in April of 2019. Well, it's a good thing that the people that are in charge of this are probably fresh with gripes about how AAA game titles work. And all the mess that that created with Bioware. Um, so if they're coming away from that and they want to make the kind of stuff that people said they wanted from Bioware rather than what Bioware was allowed to release, then that could be a good starting point, but could be, who knows? We'll see what they actually make. I am not building any hype until I see a gameplay trailer, not even a trailer, but a gameplay trailer. Yeah. Healthy approach to video game hype in general. Uh, chat says, how about Mass Effect with stick people? Uh, that's already been done. It's called West of Loathing. Mm. <laughs> I love that game. Always check the spittoons. <laughs> anyway. I like the new elixir clock? Uh, no. Okay. Noted. So, there you go. That's that's all we have for that. But that's that's technically news-related-ish to magic. Uh, what? No, I was making a joke. West of Loathing is a... Is a it's a stick people game uh, on Steam. It's a spinoff from the Kingdom of Loathing long-running, like, web-based MMORPG. I don't even know what to call Kingdom of Loathing, but... That's fair. It's a very funny game. It is a game that knows its audience better than its audience ever expects. Very much so. It is not Mass Effect with stick people, although it is an RPG with stick people. And I guess choices matter? Sure. (laughs) Uh, Silverfist says, West of Loathing is very fun, though. I did enjoy it much more than Andromeda. Andromeda. Okay, so I think is is that all of the that is all of the not tournament news, isn't it? Yeah, I I think it is. Yeah. Uh, wow. I didn't see anything super exciting in Magic Online World. Not shockingly, a set just came out. So. Yeah, we're we're sort of running low on that kind of news. Other than because like never ending preview season, but it's a box set thing. So like, eh. Yeah. We don't get, like, a new ban list every week anymore. Do we know when that comes out, by the way? I did not Which look. Unsanctioned what, unsanctioned? Uh, 28th, I think. 29th. Oh, yeah, it comes out February 29th. Duh. On a Saturday. Huh. Well, because it had to come out on February 29th, because otherwise it's not funny. Fair. I yeah. get you. Excellent point. Okay. Yep. Yep. That reminds me, people that were born on February 29th, when do they celebrate their birthday? Is it the first? I think that's determined on a case-by-case basis because we don't respect them because they're only one-fourth their age. So <laughs> That's not how time works. Everybody stop um, it. Do we really want to go into how time works, Clues? No, but that, that's definitely not how time works. So everybody stop it. 
What about space? How does space work? Also not how space works. All I'm hearing is negatives out of you, Clues. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so... All right, I'm okay. Clues, I don't like this new negative direction, by the way. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. It's not how time works. Not with that attitude, mister. You must be fun in movie theaters, Clues. <laughs> well, you know what? When I go to a movie, I shut my damn mouth and watch the damn movie. That's a good trait. Everyone be like Clues. Yes, everyone be like Clues. This is good advice. You need to actually, rent out the entire theater actually, if you want to no, talk that's, like Clues. That's terrible advice. Don't be like Clues. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm okay. Can you see how much we don't want to talk about tournaments? Well, oh, my God. Whew. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, look. Pioneer stuff. All right. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm okay. What's not to love about Clues? Be, be like Clues. He goes. He goes skiing. How do you pronounce that, Clues? Uh, sheing, pronounced sheing. He's on boats. Has a hot wife. Like what else? What else? What could go wrong? Huh. Okay. I'm all right. Here we go. Let's get into it. Uh, this weekend was the very first of the players' tours. The first two, in fact. Now, reminder: players' tours are. Not quite pro tours. They're they're regional things. They happen a few times a year, and the top percentage of each of the players tours will go to the players tour finals. That's the thing that's more like a pro tour or a mythic championship. Okay, so these are like, I it's really hard to explain. Especially because this is the first one, so it hasn't been, you know, indelibly marked on our heads. Also, uh, once, WotC is known to change things once they do them. So, Especially here lately. So, yeah. um, I'm sure by about the second or third of these, we'll be like, oh yeah, that's how that works. But, mm-hmm. not yet. Uh, but this weekend was Nagoya and Brussels, and next weekend will be... The one in the U.S. Is it Phoenix? Is that where the last one is? Um, I will check if you want to keep going. Oh, chat says Phoenix. Uh, chat yes, says Phoenix. You. Yeah. All right. I remember things occasionally. Incidentally, if you're, listening to this, uh, if you're listening to this later, you know you could listen to it live on Mondays and join us in the chat. Yeah. Here on twitch.tv slash the manipool. There you go. Or if you just want to watch the video later, you can't make it live, go to youtube.com slash the manipool on Tuesday morning or anytime after that. And then okay. you can see what we look like in real life and shatter whatever you thought. And you get to watch me turn purple when I'm laughing at these two goofers. That is admittedly one of my goals. <laughs> one way or right. another, you're going to grimace, buddy. So, <laughs> grimace. He's he is the purple guy, right? Yeah. 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 He's like McNugget Thanos. 
<laughs> Except he makes all the nuggets disappear. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to add Nugget Thanos to a possible show title. That's a good one, yeah. All right, so the Players Tour is here, like I said, uh, in, in Nagoya, uh, Kenta Harane won. Is that how I say that? It's how you say it. Is that how it's said there, Squee? Uh, Harane Kenta, yeah. Okay. You said it right. Thank you. Um, oh, God. Do we have information on here? Ah, here we go. Top eight deck lists. Good. Are these in order? Of course not. Nah. nah. Uh, Jesus. Do we have a bracket? Oh, we do have a bracket. We okay. do have a bracket, yeah. Thank goodness. Okay, so... Oh, I hate this website so much. Uh, Kenta Harane was running Bant Spirits. Now, this was Pioneer. Remember. This is the, the big... The first Players Tour big thing was Pioneer. Boom, making a statement. Oh, my nose. Excuse me. Um... Yeah, he's running Bant Spirits with all of these Bant Spirit cards that you would expect. And a few that you might not. Like the Nebelgast Herald. Herald. And Collected Company. That's that's all the green is Collected Company. Hmm. Coco. Do what? Coco. Oh, I, th- I thought you said Oko, and I'm like, no. no. He got banned. Yep. <laughs> Noco. It's not legal in anything that, you know, uh, gets played at Star oh, City. Okay. Okay. All right. Beat me to it. <laughs> uh, okay. So who did he beat in the finals? Ken Yukihiro, who is playing Sram Aras. I thought that was a typo for just a split second there. Wait, where are you finding these deck lists? Oh, there oh, they yeah. are. Sorry. Yeah, if you scroll down, I, you'll find yeah, the deck yeah. list. I missed it on my first scroll through. I'm sorry. That's easy to do. The coverage page is not great. All right, so what's in SRAM Auras? Well, SRAM is in here. Also Auras. Ooh, Alsaid of Life's Bounty is on here. Wow, okay. Athemia the Cacophony. Whoa. That's pretty good in a deck full of Auras that don't do anything once they hit the graveyard. Hateful Eidolon. Favored Hoplite. Huh, okay. Karametra's Blessing. And then the enchantments are All That Glitters, the Cartouche of Solidarity, Ethereal Armor, Griff's Boon, and Sentinel's Eyes. Holy crap, this deck looks awesome! I've not looked at this, because Pioneer. Neat. Huh, there aren't any Mythics in the main deck, are there? Doesn't appear to be. Uh, oh, uh, the the Singleton of Mana Confluence is technically a mythic, right? I mean, that printing is. Is Mana Confluence a mythic? I don't think so. No, no, it was a rare from uh, Journey into Nyx, yeah. Let's see. SRAM and... Yeah, okay. So if you've got and, rares... And only a couple of rares. This is... I'm not going to call this a budget deck, but this certainly isn't a break-the-budget deck. I mean, for Pioneer, that's probably a budget deck. Yeah. Huh. Neat. Oh, and All some right. dead weight in the sideboard. That's neat. Not sure if you're oh, God, brain the quality of the sideboard. Oh, or the, the actual card dead weight. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, wow. what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, and brain maggot. Yay, brain maggot. 
No, Don't say I that. saw it. I looked at it, and now it's oh, nothing is. Really now it's good. in your brain. All right, I'm let's just glad see. I'm wearing these headphones. We'll keep them out. Uh, in third and fourth, we've got Shintaro Ishimura, who is playing Demir Inverter. Yeah, this Inverter of Truth is uh, it's a pretty big thing these days. When it enters the battlefield, you exile all cards from your library face down, and then shuffle all cards from your graveyard into your library. And uh-huh. the trick there is Thassa's Oracle, which then, if you have enough blue or a small enough graveyard, says, win the game. It's important words. Yeah, so that's... That's a thing. Wait. What now? So Thassa's Oracle, uh, when, you, when it enters the battlefield, you look at the top X cards of oh, your library. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I hadn't quite gotten to the bottom of that card yet. I was, I was reading along. And, okay, wow. Yeah. So we'll let, for, for those that are listening and they're like, huh? Uh, you look at the top X cards of your library, where X is your devotion to blue. You put one on top and the rest on the bottom in a random order. But if X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, up oh, win the game. Well, that is some words I can't say on Monday Night Magic. <laughs> I was thinking that exact thing. <laughs> wow. That's just... So, it's... I think it's essentially Pioneer's version of, like, the the twin combo. It's a deck that does this other thing. And then it's got how that you... in there as I, I win. How do you, How do you stop that if you don't have counter magic can you exile their graveyard at instant speed somehow in response to the inverter of truth like that's a thing yeah i suppose but then they play thassa's oracle oh they play thassa's oracle anyway yeah if so you have to, to exile play... their graveyard and then make them draw a card yeah so, yeah, chat says you don't. That's just some wow. Yeah. Uh, we could try and shut down triggered abilities. God, what is the card that uh, creatures entering the battlefield don't cause abilities to trigger? Uh, there's somebody who does that. Younger yeah. me knew that. Yeah, younger me knew that, too. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I, I I diverted us. Let's continue. Sorry. I mean, that's a good diversion. Playing the format, figure it out. Yeah. Or not figure it out, and eventually something gets banned. Them's the ways now. Okay. Let's see. Next up, we have uh, Yuta Takahashi, who is playing uh, also Demir Inverter, a different build, with much fewer, much fewer creatures. Wow. Those are the only creatures. This is like a hard control version that that's literally the deck it's the, yeah, all the it's, deck is trying it's to a do straight up control deck yeah this is this deck is control the game until i win this deck is at least has the opportunity to do other things it's pretty much manipulating hand and library for both players until you win hmm. all right and then in fifth through eighth in no particular order We've got Dmitry Budakov playing... Scroll, scroll. 
Scroll, where is he? Where is he? Mono black vampires. What does this deck do against that? Just pressure? Pressing down on me. Do what? Stop pressing down on me. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, so we made the same. I was, joke I was making the same way. joke, yeah. but we we talked over each other. I'm sorry. <laughs> we didn't we didn't work this out ahead of time because we are comedic geniuses. Yeah, we are. Uh, Shota Yasuoka playing Demir Inverter. Do what? Demir yep. Inverter playing I, a, I, another Demir Inverter. This one I with just Scarab. happened to be looking directly at uh, this deck. This one has the Scarab God and Ashiok Nightmare Muse in it. Ooh, hi Liliana. I don't know, man. I I object to this deck on a deep, like personal level. level. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I re- I really feel like this entire deck can be summed up by uh, three of the lands it's running, which is fetid pools. That's what this deck is. Uh, next up, we have Akira Asahara playing also Demir Inverter. Hmm. That's the one that actually has Liliana in it. Oh yeah, there she is, Little Last Hope. And then, uh, who's the person I miss? Lishi Chen, who I think is playing the same deck. He's playing also, yeah, yeah. Demir Inverter. Take so, that format. All right, you know the answer. One, two, three, four, five of the top eight in Nagoya were playing that deck. All right, you know the answer, right? Well, I mean, you think we do? But the one who won was playing Bant Spirits, which means you can beat it. Uh, but you know the answer. What's the same answer that it's been for the entire time I've been playing Magic? Ban Islands? There you go. <laughs> you know how much nonsense we could have fixed if they listened to me on day one? Anyway, should we go to another tournament? <laughs> My Black Vampires doesn't have islands. How does that make you feel? That is a fine deck. <laughs> All in favor. Ban Spirits only has two islands. Eh, two too many. Is there a, uh, hmm. Oh, let's check out the day two metagame breakdown real quick from Nagoya. Demir Inverter, day one, 37 of them, which is 19.3% of the field. It's a solid day... conversion to top eight. Uh, yeah. Day two, it was 28.8% of the field with 19 players. So from 37 in day one to 19 in day two. Whew. And of the 19 on day two, like five of them made, five of them the, top made the top eight. Yeah. Wow. Now, granted, the names of the people playing those are all really yeah, good Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that, is, that is fair. Yeah. That is... Uh, Mono Black Aggro, oddly enough, was second in day two with 18% of the field, 12 players. How was it in day one? Mono Black Aggro was 13%, second there too, 25 players. Hmm. All right. Niv to Light was the third uh, deck with 21 people playing at day one. Only three made day two. So, yeah, all of this information. There's a big red deck. How did that do? That converted fourth. Four players converted to day two out of 11. That's pretty good. Oh, look, there's an actual actual percentage here, conversion rate. Huh, all right. So 66 players out of 193 made it to day two. Okay. Wow, 
Okay, so that's that's Nagoya. The the players tour Nagoya. Do Let's wanna, go see. Do go what? to GP Nagoya then? Uh, no. That? Do you wanna do you, you don't wanna okay, don't wanna chain those together. Okay, no, go no, ahead. No, no. That's fine. Because these two are more related than the GP and the, the Very the well. Alright, so Take let's that go geography. To Brussels. Stop a decklist. Here we go. Where uh scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh Yol Larson took over or took down this deck. This this tournament, this thing. These pants. He took down no This let's gathering. Not, let's not finish that sentence. <laughs> oh, if only. Uh <laughs> Here we go. Yol Larsen was playing uh, the so-called, what did he call it? The Swedish Sultai. Or it's a Sultai Delirium deck. With, uh, let's see, Liliana the Last Hope, Nissa Who Shakes the World, Creature Base of Corsair of Crufix, Emrakul, Ishkana, remember that card? Ishkana. Uh-huh. Uh, Flippy Jace, Murderous Rider, Seder Wayfinder, Scavenging Ooze, Tireless Tracker, Uro Titan of Nature's Wrath. I don't know why he's Russian. And Walking Ballista. The rest of it, we've got Thoughtseize, Traverse the Ulvenwald. That's why he's Russian. That was German. I don't know. Uh, Abrupt Decay, Fatal Push, Grizzly Salvage. Alright, yeah. You remember Delirium? You remember Delirium, right? That's a, that's what this deck is doing. Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Emrakul? Buh. Can, I, can we get another one of those? Buh. I mean, it's not the bad Emrakul, but it's... I don't think there's a good Emrakul. That, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't think you can, you know, roll up and go, oh, it's cool, I got the good Emrakul, guys, we're fine. Like, No, that's not how it works. Best case scenario, he's stuck in a moon. Best case. So, okay, that's what Yol Larson was playing. Who did... He uh, he beat uh, Peter Glogowski. Glogowski, Glogowski, Glogowski. Where is he? There he is. Who's playing the Demir Inverter deck? Because of course he was. If, if it makes you feel better, they list the players in top eight order. They just don't put their deck list with. Not in the. Not in the. What? Where are you seeing that? Scroll down to top eight players. They passed all the other stuff. Oh, hey, look at that. That does help. Okay. All right, so in third place, we've got Paula Vitor Domodorosa, PBDDR, who is playing the Niv to Light deck, which is uh, Niv Mizzet Reborn and Bring to Light. It's the same Niv Mizzet taste, but with less calorie. Yeah. And then... Uh, well, yeah, less calories because light. I yep. see what you did there. All right, so how does this deck work? <sighs> um, Niv Mizzet sits in Do his you... room and listens to Evanescence. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. Um, I th- I think you to ferry until you bring to light a, li- a Niv Mizzet, and then that works too. I guess. I mean, who am I to tell Niv Mizzet what to do? Something, something, thought sees. (laughs) 
That was not funny enough for you to react this way. I got a picture of him <laughs> sitting in the floor with his legs crossed, with his headset on, and his mom's beating on the door. Okay, now it's funnier. Because <laughs> you know how all teenagers think they know everything? Well, he actually does, so it's a problem. Mother, you will address me as the Dracogenus. <laughs> it's pronounced Dracogenius. I pronounce it how I wish, Mother. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. Uh, okay, so, moving on. That was, that's what PB was playing. Ah, fourth place, Brent Voss was playing Lotus Breach. What is loaded? Oh, Underworld Breach. Oh, Underworld Breach. Right, right. You were thinking through the breach. I was. But that's... Is that legal in Pioneer? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That's sufficiently old. I don't... I can't imagine it. Hey, St. Seigal subbed for the 11th month. Thank you, thank you. Welcome back. Whew. Okay. What was I saying? Lotus Breach. Lotus Breach. Breach. Why is it called? Because it's got Lotus Field. Okay. Got it. Oh, okay. I'm tired. <laughs> I've now giggled too much. Who? Who's next? Where? I just. I literally just looked at the name. Oh, here we go. Matia uh, Matia Ritzi. Playing the Bant Spirits deck. Uh, I would just like to say how much I love the name Supreme Phantom. I'm just saying. Uh, Juan Jose Rodriguez Lopez. Here it is. Playing the only deck you care about. Playing the Mono Red Aggro deck. It's a thing of beauty. Okay, let's let's take a look at this. Chandra Torch of Defiance is the top of the curve, I'm assuming. Abbot of Carol Keep. Oh, it's it's Andy! Or Ampress Andy. It's Andy. Yeah, it's, it's Andy, yeah. Uh, Bone Crusher Giant, Goblin Seems Chain Whirler, Karzev, oh, yeah. Taylor Swift Spear, Soul Scar Mage, Torbren, Thro- the Thane of Redfell. I don't. I tried to do that and I screwed it all up. Ready okay. to work. Will Ready to bork. Uh, Lightning Strike, Wild Slash, and Castle Embereth and Mutavolt and Ramanop Ruins. Wow, this is like a greatest hits of of like mono red cards. Deck. Sure is. <laughs> Like, take gotcha. all of the good mono red aggro decks from the last, I don't know, four years and smash them together. Got your Eidolons in the sideboard there. Yeah, a great revel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and hey, there's uh, there's Tormod's Crypt for uh, for trying to take out those Demir Inverters at instant speed when they're trying to do their conversion. Conversion. Yeah. It, it, except that doesn't that just makes. That doesn't do yeah. anything. Well, as long as you can get them to go I, back to their upkeep to have to draw, it's fine. But if they <laughs> if they still have the two blue and they go ahead and, and cast, huh. you're you're screwed. No, I mean, I'm it, sure it, that the crypt is good in other matchups. If yes. it's not the combo good just right, like dude pops out in the corner and just goes toasty. So I mean that's the real goal. <laughs> and then you press you press down and start, and then you might get to fight uh, reptile. Boy, if you guys don't get that reference, ask your parents. All right. Next is scroll, scroll. 
Here we go. Uh, Zhang Jiang, let's say. Playing the mono black aggro deck, but not vampires. Because it's got the spawn of mayhem and rankle master of pranks. What was that? See, Buckawing just subbed for the 17th month. Hey, thank you. Welcome back. Yay. Blood-soaked champion. Gutter bones. Knight of the Ebon Legion. Murderous rider. Rankle. Scrap heap scrouser. Thoughtseize. Drag to the underworld. Fatal Push, Grasp of Darkness, Castle Lockthwain, Muta Vault, and Urborg, Tomb of Yogmoth. It's, it's, it's the greatest hits of uh, Mono Black decks from recent yep. years. I think that's the point of this format. I think it is, yeah. We may have just uncovered the secret. And then finally, no finishing out the top eight, we've got uh, Valerio Luminati. Huh. Playing Band Spirits. that secret. Supreme Phantom! Can we just name the deck Supreme Phantom? But you have to I mean, say it with that intonation? I don't know another way to pronounce it. <laughs> Brazen Barber, Selfless Spirit, Supreme Phantom! Spell Oh my god. Alright, let's let's check out the uh, highlights. No, load more. Load more. More. Oh, here we go. Here's the metagame link. All right, let's 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 see how things were different in Brussels. Because, wait, how many uh, inverter decks did we have in the top eight here? Just the one? Such a different world. Just the one, yeah, okay. Contrast. Right, so day one, Mono Black Aggro was tops with 53 players. And it was still tops in day two with 21 players. Huh. Demir Verter was 47 players day one, but only 19 day two. And Niv to Light actually converted way better in uh, Brussels with 35 players day one, dropping down to 11 day two. And look, there's even a mono white devotion deck that it had 10 players in day two out of 14. Who are the big losers here? An Azorius control deck started with 37 players. Dropped down to 9 in day 2. Whew. An Azorius spirits, not Bant. Went from 23 players down to 5. Hmm. Okay. Way to go, Sultai Delirium. Way to go. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good conversion. Six players played at day one, five of which made day two, one of which won. Hey, yo, Larson. He's dreaming. Everybody, this is why you look at more than one tournament before you make decisions about the metagame. It's true. Plus, we've got another one of these next week, or this weekend. So, hmm. So, wait, what was Sultai Delirium... Niftalite, Bant Spirits, Mono Black, Lotus Breach, Demir Inverter, Mono Red, Bant Spirits. So there were actually seven different decks here. Which chat already said at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> huh. All right. So that's the first two players tour events. The third one, like I said, will be next week. And then the top percentage of each of those will gather at the Player Store Finals 
which is the big prestigious event. Like this is a big prestigious event, but it's not quite, it's like a middle ground as far as like woo factor between a GP and a PT, a pro tour, a mythic championship. So the players tours are like in between those. And then the players tour finals is like the equivalent of the pro tour or the mythic championship. Does that make sense? We're in the minors, and we can see the majors, but you have to get up to the majors. But we're not playing Little League. <laughs> something, exactly. something baseball, something, something hot dog. <laughs> Peanuts and Cracker Jack. All right. So that was... That was the Players' Tours. Now, each Players' Tour had a Grand Prix to go along with it. And these are not user friendly. <laughs> None as of you this can is see, user friendly. But yeah. Nope. It's Twitter only coverage from uh, Channel Fireball, which means the deck lists are all screenshots. So let's just do it that way. Um, so this is GP Nagoya. It looks like. Wait, the, this is who won, right? Yeah. Uh, Takuya Ishizuki. Is that right? Close enough? Ishizuki, yeah. Ishizuki. Isn't that what I said? Yeah. yeah. I'm just repeating it, but yes. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, one. Uh, these, these were fairly uh, big pioneer events, so we should mention player totals with these, yes? Sure. 1,673 players for Pioneer at GP Nagoya. Wait, one more time? 1,673 Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. <clears throat> so out of that 1673, we've got, uh, is it Wizards 1? It is. It is. Let's see. What do we have here? Taylor Swift, Spear, Soulscar Mage, Storm Chaser Mage. Crash Through. Wow. Okay. Curious Obsession, Opt, Wild Slash, Shock, Hazard at the Pervert. Wizards Lightning, Dreadhorde Arcanist, and Light Up the Stage. Nope, I can't really bring myself to look at these Twitter deck lists. I'm going to let you do it. Storm Chaser Mage, I'm guessing, is why Crash Through is here. Oh, and Taylor Swift Spear. Yeah, okay. That seems good. I like it. Oh, the Soulscar Mage has prowess too. I always forget that for some reason. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. <clears throat> Next. There we go. Uh, second right. place, Yoshira Mikami playing Heliod Company. Where's the walking... Oh, it's right. There's the walking ballista. There's Heliod. Okay. Oddly enough, none of these were in the top eight of either of the Players Tour, but it's possible the Players Tour actually had to have their deck lists in super early compared to a GP where... You don't? You show up. So, hmm. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It could be that the testing from the higher level pros were like, nah. But, yeah, this is a Court of Calling, Collected Company, green-white deck with Heliod and Walking Ballista. Four of each because you want to get that combo. Remember, that's the two-card infinite murder combo. Might just be draft bias. 
Wait, were the Players Tours multi-format events? Um, what do you, what do you mean by draft bias? It had draft, really? I did not catch that. That is the well, wrong tab. I didn't mean to open that tab. Let's open this tab. In that case, uh, at the PTs, they drafted some cards. Well, more a matter that, like, if there's a lot of draft going on in it, then that skews players getting there with maybe less back-to-packs. Pioneer metagame. Pioneer deck lists. While you look that up, I'd like to take this moment to remind people that the websites for this are garbage. This Both is really the, bad. Yeah. The Channel Fireball relying on Twitter thing, the Wizards coverage, what we get out of them, and just the user experience of navigating this is awful. It's oh, not yeah. even mobile friendly. Like, there's a lot of really basic stuff missing from this. There were two drafts listed in there somewhere. There's literally nothing about it here in the coverage. Unless, I guess, you click on the highlights, you might find out something. Wow, that's that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I like I knew the player store finals would be multi format, but for some reason my brain didn't think of the player stores. Huh. Well, there you go then. Awkward. Okay, so moving on. Uh third place, uh, uh Taika Yamashita was playing Is It in Soul? Is it scissors? It is, it turns out, yeah. Where is... Uh, hang on. Oh, there it is. There's your Shadow Spear. Okay, I figured. Oh, and there's your Ginger Brute. Nice. Looking over your deck list, the way that people spread out their deck after playing in a tournament, it's not easy. Next up, uh, Taika Hattori. Took fourth, playing also Is It in Soul. Yay, scissors. Running, running, running. Why can't I? It goes Fireblade. Because it's Twitter and you only get four images per tweet. Oh, and then I closed it. Oh my god. Alright, fifth through eighth. Uh, Yuta Inukai? Inukai. Okay. Playing also, is it in Seoul? Hmm. Scissors. All right. Royal Scions. Uh, Shinichi Ito in six. Playing also, is it Scissors? With less Planeswalker Twins? Planeswalker Twins? The the, the Royal Scions. Oh, there. God, the Royal Scions are in there. Look at that. In the fifth place deck. Don't see them in the sixth one, no. no I haven't seen them in any of the other ones. Oh, Okay. Uh, Hirotaka Kawasaki playing Mono Red Fires in uh, seventh That's place. A deck. Look at all those Chandras. You can unmute is... clues. You can enjoy. That is Sorry, three I different flavors of Chandra: Acolyte of Flame, Torch of Defiance, and Fire Artisan. Because fires of invention, so yeah, why not? There's so much fire at the end of that row that like Torban went to the other side. Yeah, Torben was like, nah, bruh, my beard will catch fire. I'm just going to hide behind this here, Kieran. 
Uh, and rounding out the top eight, uh, Shinsuke Hayasashi, Hayashi, excuse me, was playing a mono black aggro that we talked about before. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there you go. There's your top eight of GP Nagoya. Kind of like how the way that they're doing this um this card listing thing as dumb as it is it is kind of neat seeing the um the pokemon lands in the top corner this is true yeah because going off of actual land art is sometimes difficult but those are really obvious when you look at them this way Uh, so let's go to gp brussels where brussels how many people were in gp brussels there were, oh crap, wrong tab. There were uh, 1,663. So 10 less? 10 less. Huh, neat. We're consistent across two uh, Pioneer GPs. Or 10 fewer. Hurrah. Oh yeah, god, terrible. these don't have deck names. So who... Uh-huh. Are these in any kind of order? They are not. Awesome. Thanks, Channel Fireball. Let's see. So where's Let's the... get ready to grumble. Okay, here we go. Uh, Carlos Morale won playing. Is this the or Yeah, this is the inverter. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is the inverter deck. Okay. Who took second? Second. Uh, is... Place de Graf. Place de Graf playing i just saw him he is down here mono red yeah but yeah, mono red. Oh, this is the mono red aggro deck okay yeah so then in no particular order third and fourth we've got uh ali saranen oh, playing some kind of mono red yep also uh, aggro slightly different build it looks like uh, or the cards might just be in a different order i can't tell Check out that mana base of 16 mountains, four Ramanop ruins, and a single castle Imbreth. It's Majestic. Funny. It is It is very nice. A range of mountains. Wrong button. Uh, then we've got... Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Kyriakos uh, Augustus? Oh, that's a V. Augustus? Augustus? cool name it is a cool name i just can't say it it's like very theros in the first name let's see playing is there coco no this is just a, a blue white supreme phantom deck yeah that's true so blue white spirit okay then, in 5th through 8th, in no particular order, Fabian Gortson is playing... Uh, da, da, where is he? Here he is. Uh, green? Playing... Let's see. Arboreal Grazer. Shrine. There's... I don't see... Nykthos. Cavalier of Thorns. Elvis Rejuvenate. This is a... This is just green ramp. Yeah, I mean, you've got some the Ugin and some Ulamog at the 
Yeah, and World Breaker and Oblivion Sower. Yeah, it's Green Ramp. Ramp. But, like, I was looking for Nykthos, but I don't see Nykthos. Nope. It's okay. Cool. Uh, Alexander, let's see, I think that's Mertain? Mertan? I'm fairly certain his name isn't Alexander Mertens. Presumably not. But I will say all of those, just in case one of them is right. He's playing Monored Agro, okay. Uh, Miguel Castro. Where's he? Here he is. Is playing up oh, the oh. Niftalite deck. So many colors. Playing all the colors. Give or take all the colors. I think they're all there. And then Lev Duchenko. Who is the last person up here? Who is running? Is there green? There doesn't appear to be, so it's the blue white Supreme Phantom deck. Yeah, I don't see Coco anywhere. So there you go. And that's your top eight there. Brought to you by Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. So, yeah, there you go. All you right. can check out all of the decks that were undefeated on day one if you like. It's more Twittering. I guess there aren't that many. Without tweeting. Blue-Eyed Spirits, Blue-Black Inverter, Sultide Delirium, Eldrazi and Collected Company, and then someone at 8.01 playing uh, Delirium, it looks like, and Niv to Light. All right. Yay, undefeated. Oh, and we're done. <laughs> Yarp. So let's go to... Excuse me, Richmond. Which will be a bit more of a fast forward because these are not big numbers. So this was, uh, the SCG Richmond was a team open. Now remember, uh, going forward, the team events are one standard player, one pioneer player, one modern player. Because those are the three big money makers. Because words I can't say, legacy. Uh, bump. Bump Legacy. It got bumped. Because there's only three players, so it got bumped off. Sure. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, the winning team... How many teams were there, by the way? Do we care? Uh, there were 169 teams, or 507 players. Okay, that's actually a pretty good amount. Yeah. Uh, we've got Corey Bomeister playing uh, Azorius Control in Standard, Pete Ingram playing Demir Inverter in Pioneer, and Ellie Cassis playing Demir Wurza in Modern. It were. Buh. In uh, second place, Matthew Dilks was playing Amulet Titan for Modern, Edgar Magalhaes was playing Demir Inverter for Pioneer, and Will Pulliam was playing Teamer Reclamation in Standard. Hmm. Uh, third place, Dylan Hand on Standard Jun Sacrifice, Baker Neenan on Demir Inverter Pioneer, and Aaron Barrich on, or Barrick? Barrich? One of those, on Golgari Yogmoth in Modern. Hmm. Whew. And rounding out the top four, Dominic Harvey was playing Amulet Titan in Modern, Kevin Jones was playing Demir Inverter in, I get, but you can't guess, it's Pioneer, 
and Harlan Fearer or Firer, I still got to learn how to Ferrer. say that name, was playing Teamer Reclamation in Standard. One who fires. Just to make clues happy, though, in fifth place, we've got two Monterey Aggro decks, one in Pioneer and one in Standard. Nice. With Heliod Company in Modern, because meh. Yeah. Firelight, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Team. Now, remember, it's a it's a team event, so there's no usable data as far as what's no. good, but there is usable data as far as what made day two just in general. There were 13 Amulet Titan decks in Modern and four each of Heliod Company, Monored Prowess, and two Gift Storm. All the other day twos were one-ofs. Including Burr. Indeed. Burn Humans. Golgari Yogmoth, Devoted Devastation, Monogreentron, Chargetron, what is that? Azorius Control, Demir Wurza, Titan Shift, Jund, Jund Conscription, Jund Death Shadow, Jund in your face, Jund in my pants, uh, Four Color Death Shadow, and Infect. You alright, Clues? No, I'm fine. Everything's okay. Okay. Everything's okay. At least um, it's not Abzan. At least it's not, God. Abzan Black, Abzan Blue, Abzan Purple, it was, it was a nightmare. Colorless Abzan. You remember when there was, like, aggro, aggro, Abzan, and then there was, like, mid-range, mid-range, Abzan, but there was also aggro, mid-range, Abzan, yes. and there was a control, mid-range, Abzan, and they were actually different enough to where they, they should actually, have had different... Like, they all had sea drinos, but it was a question of if sea drino was getting started or finishing off. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird time back then. Or I was uh, dumb. Yeah. It's like they had modules. Okay, here's your mid-range module. Here's your aggro module. And you just take two of them and put them in your deck and go. I like to think that there was like a web thing where you would click on a bar. And at the beginning, it's aggro. And at the other end, it was control. And as you slid it, it just changed your deck list accordingly. That's pretty much what was going on. It was a very weird time back then. We understood how the pro tour worked. (laughs) Worked is a generous term, but yes. And you could find deck lists and coverage. We just made fun of the names, it's true. We did. Yeah. All right, so... How good we had it. The Pioneer metagame for day two, there were 15 Demir Inverter decks, six Mono Red Aggro, four Zori Spirits, three Mono Black Aggro, two Lotus Breach, and Simic Ramp, and then one each of Mono Green Ramp, Mono Black Vampires, that's different, is it Scissors, uh, Azorius Control, and the Niv to Light deck? One Niv to Light deck, huh? Neat. And then in standard, the day two metagame, there were 10 mono red aggro decks, six Azorius Control decks, and Team of Reclamation decks, five Simic Ramp, three Jund Sacrifice, two Gruul Aggro, one each of Gruul Adventure, Mardu Sacrifice, Rakdos Sacrifice, Rakdos Aggro, three different decks, and a mono white Devotion because meh. And there sure. you go. That was your day two metagame breakdown. Just so you have an idea of what was going on. Again, team event, not super relevant, but s- sort of relevant. Yeah. All right. So now we've got the classics. How many people were in the standard classic? 74. Okay. We're running through this. Zach Allen won with Zorius <laughs> Control. Brendan Savasco took second with the Monored Aggro deck. Raphael Socher, Soccer, Soaker. It's got to be one of those. 
played Simic Ramp in third. Evan Wooden also was on Simic Ramp in fourth. Javier Blanco played Monored Agro to fifth place. Derek Avery took Azorius Control to sixth. Teamer Reclamation by Jeffrey Carr was seventh. And Jared Ferris had Azorius Control of eighth place. I see what you did there. I approve. I figured you would. Uh, that's not to be confused with the Azorius control in 16th, which is spelled differently. I'm going to guess. Oh, and in 10th, actually. It's Azorius the, adject- the adjective instead of the noun. It's it's kind of Azorius in here, you know? Like when you get you order food from a restaurant and you send it back because it's, it's a little too Azorius. They can't all be winners. Moving on. <laughs> Detained. How many people were in the Pioneer Classic? 74. Really? Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's eerie. Yeah. Uh, Justin Miller won playing the Niv to Light deck. Matt Mansour took second with the Demir Inverter. Kellen Pastor was Mono Red Aggro in third because, you know, Clues has some pull in the community. That's what you do. Uh, like Abraham Stein took fourth with a mono black aggro because he didn't read the memo properly. I'm, I'm just making stuff up. James Harris in fifth was playing uh, the uh, Azorius Spirits or the Supreme Phantom deck. Uh, Zach Mandelblatt in sixth was on the Sultai Delirium deck. The Supreme Phantom showed up again in 7th for Jacob McCarthy, the blue-white version. And Philip Marshall in 8th was playing the mono-red aggro deck. Almost there, buddy. Wait, what Sphinx? What are we talking about? What? I think chat is all excited about a Sphinx, but I don't know which one. Well, chat will catch up with us momentarily. In a minute. Azor. Azor. I see what you did there, and I do not approve. (laughs) Azorius, why would I approve? (laughs) For that matter, it's a Sphinx. Why would I approve? How about modern? How many people were in the modern classic? Would you like like to guess? I'm going to say, let's see, it's modern, but Pioneer was here. I'm going to say 50. Nope, it was 80. Modern oh, is always wow. the most. Modern, Modern is always the, the most. Was the winner by six players. Huh, okay. So, what tells me is that six people from Standard and Pioneer decided it was time to eat extra long. <laughs> uh, so Joe Ambrosio won playing uh, the Mono Red Prowess deck. What is, what is this? Oh, Bedlam Reveler, Runaway Steam Kid. Okay, yeah, that deck. Uh, Michael Ostrowski in second was also playing Monterey Prowess. Ruby Polanco in third was playing Golgari Yogmoth. Those two things go together. Stupid, sexy Yogmoth. Womp swamp. <laughs> uh, there's a blue-white control deck in fourth by Thomas Schillingberg. Uh, Joel Wilhelm took fifth with Demir Huerza. Amulet Titan in sixth by Roger Carroll. Amulet Titan in seventh by Chang Lu. And rounding out the top eight, Anthony Laflamme playing Grixis Death Shadow. There is a Heliod Company in ninth. And in tenth, Burn. There we go. And then there were hiccups right on time because it's about time for me to read off a more different long list of names. 
Yeah. Yeah. Tournaments. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be surprised that we're not diving full into these classics because we just went over like five other tournaments. Yeah. So, and I have been to F&Ms with larger numbers of participants than these. So. Clues has run F&Ms with more people than those. I have. Yeah. It's a Uh, long time ago, but still. uh, Pioneers, the new hotness and uh, good player turnouts for both of those. For the GPs. Yeah. It was kind of unreal. Welcome to new format. Please buy your cards on the way in the building. We promise not to ban them all immediately. Our fingers are only kind of crossed. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what else do we have? Is that it? That's it. I think that's it. That's like it. So, what, what do we have then, gents? Some sign-offs. Whoa. Um, yeah, I'll start it off because I usually do. Um, you can find me on Twitter at SqueeGoblinAbob. There's no I in Goblin because it's the one that's been in charge of tweeting lately since I've been busy. And it hasn't been doing its job either. So, like, we're both kind of dropping the ball on that one. I have noticed um, that. Yeah. When I'm sufficiently busy, unfortunately, Twitter does get neglected. It's very sad. So what's the I doing? I, the fact that I don't know what the eye is doing means the eye is probably plotting. Ah. Quite possible. Um, I'm just going to say, for comedy's sake, that the eye is currently at the caucus looking for who has the best cookies. God, I love cookies. It's going to have a hard time getting there because it doesn't exist because it's an alleged state that's never been proven. <laughs> but in the event that it you know slips into the phantom zone, it might encounter cookies there. So, who knows? Um... But yeah, um, that's pretty much that. Uh, I've been playing more anime catch-up lately, so I don't really have a whole lot of TV updates other than that I've seen the first half of Season 3 of Sabrina, and i really getting the impression that Seasons 1 and 2 had a coherent plan, and Season 3 was possibly shifted to other writers. So, I don't know. I have not looked at the list. It just feels very different to me. Um, Fair enough. It's about where I'm at on TV stuff. So I think I'll just stop there for now. Um, clues. Hey, if you want to hear more from me, you can find me on the Twitters. I am at Lockluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Uh, on the TV front, I just recently finished up uh, all of the Orville that is available because there's a new season coming, but it's not yet out. Uh, if you like Star Trek, uh, Orville's really good. Like, really good. You should You should watch it. I'm, I approve, is what I'll say. Uh, in other news, I was originally slated to go to PAX East at the end of the month here, but due to a wide variety of life reasons, that's not going to happen. So, sorry. I'll I'll catch you all next time, is what I'll say. Oh, Yeah. It's a thing. If you want to find out more about that, you might want to check out the odds and ends. That is true. More on the odds and ends... We'll go over to Chewy. That's me. Subscribe for more of me. <laughs> uh, and, right, as and... it says on the ten. Exactly. So yes, I have many things to say. First off, hey, you guys know Joseph? Uh, yeah. G- Gardner, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's a good guy. All right. That fulfills a not-at-all-contractual obligation. <laughs> During a stream uh, a few days ago, I got a random... I don't know if he's watching the stream at all. I got a random PayPal donation that said, I'm drunk. Talk about me on Eminem. <laughs> I mean... Fair. <laughs> and I went... What? Okay, um... <laughs> Of all the things one could do while drunk, I think that donating to Chewy is probably the best thing you could do. So, I, I, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, go for it. Goodness knows, I could use it, cause, uh, you know, speaking of which, <laughs> so thank you, Joseph. Yeah, uh, I hope Joseph. you're. I hope you get drunk again soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first of all, I, I hope, I hope you're feeling better now. And should you become drunk again, or while sober, feel free to donate to Chewy. <laughs> I'm mentally weighing if this is more or less ethical than loot boxes. <laughs> Considering I, there was I, this was all on him, I'm gonna guess this is more. <laughs> I mean, you're not telling him to get drunk, and you're not telling him that if he's drunk, something good will happen. So I guess we're still beating out loot boxes. Yeah, yeah. Also, if anyone else would like to get drunk and donate to me, I'm not stopping you. But if you would like to be sober and donate to me, I'm not stopping you. I would prefer that one just because spending money while drunk is always a questionable choice. It's true. That will but show at least... up as an Amazon box in three days and you won't know what's in it. <laughs> but at least... You're, you're giving to a, let's say, a good cause, which is paying Chewy's bills. Chewy needs it more than Bezos. Uh, yeah. So, uh, right. What am I doing? Oh, oh, on Netflix, and it's a little late for this because these fall off of Netflix apparently on the 20th of this month. Although, Ooh. the last time I watched the thing that said it was falling off, it didn't. So I, like, rushed through it for no reason but i don't know i'm watching the those decade documentary series the 80s i watched the 80s it, it was a good show because i remembered some of that because i was born in 80 so like late yeah. 80 so i i got to sort of kind of experience some of that and then absorb the rest through like the zeitgeist uh throughout the 90s uh but so the 80s was good i'm i'm watching the 90s now and thus far, that's been good. I've watched the two television episodes and the music episode. It's all I've gotten through. So I haven't gotten to all the good stuff yet. Good good stuff. But I'm going to try, if I can get through them all, to watch the 70s and the 2000s as well. So, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're interested in those decades, you should probably watch those. I thoroughly enjoyed the one and a piece. Each one, each episode is about 40, 42, 45 minutes, something like that. And it looks like there are eight episodes in each decade. So it's, it's a lot, but they're great for like, while I'm working on a thumbnail or something, you know, I could just have it playing on the iPad here in front of me. They're, they're great for actual background noise that I only sort of have to pay attention to because I live through that stuff. So, yeah, but anyway, it's good stuff. Check it out. 
But if you're watching this after February 20th, it might not be there anymore. Or it might, because I don't know how that works. What else? Also, all the Tremors movies are on Netflix now. All of them. Quick. Clues. How many Tremors movies are there? Uh, five? No. Oh. There are six that I'm aware of. There will always be more Tremors movies than you think there were. Yeah, I actually padded that to get to five. I was completely I also thought it was five because I looked it up once. But look at that. There's another Tremors. Yeah. So one was just a good movie. Like, if you haven't seen Tremors, you should watch Tremors. It's got... It's got a, a young Kevin Bacon in it, so why why haven't you watched it? But Tremors 2 is pretty okay. It's pretty good. It's starting to get a little... Hmm. And then Tremors 3 is where it starts to go bad. And I can't wait. I'm going to watch them all. Are you going to go out of your way to watch the episode of Sliders that was also Tremors? No. It's probably wise. But I am going to watch all of these Tremors movies that are on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's 6. And Michael uh, Gross is apparently in all of them. Dude, like, Tremors is a good idea to watch on Groundhog's Day. Which was yesterday. Yeah, it's too late for that now, unless you're trapped in a loop, in which case you got time. But <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, Tremors as a Groundhog's Day movie would actually be pretty good, because when it pops out, someone loses their shadow. <laughs> ah! See what you did there. Yeah lord anyway so that's just what i've been watching here i also finished letter kenny again because after i finished it before two more seasons popped out so now I'm, I'm, i finished it again still good i still love it can't wait for the next next season next next yeah anyway so what i'm up to well if you go to youtube.com Slash the Manipool, I have a YouTube video going up every day. Uh, what's going up right now? So the two... I did a a quick, like, chewy vlog thing where I looked back at, my, like, my YouTube videos from 2019. Do you believe Mortal Kombat was a game I played in 2019? Damn. twenty Mortal Kombat felt like a long time ago, and that's because 2019 took about five years to get through. That's how time's been lately. Yeah. I asked Clues to explain it, but he wouldn't. <laughs> Clues, is that how time works? It's probably not how time works. But it is how our perception of time works. See, he can't argue with that one. <laughs> it goes into the realm of whether or not time is just perception, so you know. Oh, God. Ah! But, um... So, yeah, check that out. And then what went up today... I looked forward to 2020 to now that a 12th of it is passed to figure out what sort of games I wanted to try to uh, turn into content uh, in the coming year. And it's a big long list of good stuff. It is, but fast forward to 1858. <laughs> Clues was very excited when I said I'm going to play Pizza Titan Ultra this year. <laughs> I don't believe that he's going to do it, but I was very excited. <laughs> I've been burned before. No, I've watched everything that you, you sent me. It only took years. Plural. <laughs> Look, I wear that hoodie that you bought me now that it's 
slightly chilly every day. Oh, good. <laughs> like every day. I should probably actually wash it now that I think about it. Hmm. But anyway. Um, also coming up soon is chapter two of Galakron's Awakening, the new solo adventure in Hearthstone, where I played through the story, got the new cards, talked about the new cards, you know, that sort of thing. That'll be going until that adventure ends. So whenever that is, so that you'll get two of those videos a week. Uh, and also on stream right here on twitch.tv slash the Manipool, I streamed the untitled goose game. Saturday, I want to say, I think honk. And, uh, yeah. Also known as asshole goose simulator. That's what I call it. Cause that's what you're doing. And that game yeah, is entirely too much fun. So that'll be going up as a YouTube series. I edited up the first two and a half today. So starting, you know, in a few days, those will start going up on YouTube. Yay. Ow. So, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Is that everything? I think it's everything for now. Also, I have a new, an idea for a new, like, periodic like a uh, uh, chewy vlog thing. I was flipping through the pictures on my phone and I have all kinds of pictures of just ridiculous crap. So I'm thinking of doing a stuff. Chewy sees series where here. I will just pick a few of those pictures and throw them up on the screen and talk about them. Cause I see weird stuff when I drive just weird stuff. So, yeah, and people seem to like it when it's just me talking to the camera anyway, so I figured me talking to the camera about something bizarre would be... Yeah, would that clues were fired. It's over. Yeah, that's fair. We weren't getting paid anyway, so... Is it better now? Am I helping? Can you scan my hand so that you can steal things later? Could you put your thumb up so I can open your iPhone? I mean, if I have an iPhone, you can open it. <laughs> I have to I have to, put, I have to push my thumb against it cuz and it knows my thumb. And yeah, sometimes, my, my phone operates on thumb too. Sometimes when I do things to my thumb, I'm like open, 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 open. God, I have to punch in the code. That's annoying. Anyway, I refuse to open, Chewy. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Uh, Chewy. Your thumb was too close to the pickle juice, Chewy. <laughs> it's over now. That's gross. Anyway. But yeah, also, uh, here on Twitch, I have a new, long-running, chill stream game to play, and it's Skyrim. I did a uh, Super Bowl Skyrim stream, for those that didn't want to watch the big game, uh, that lasted for about five hours on Sunday, roughly, where I'm just walking around Skyrimming, mm. just, you know, talking to chat, hanging out. It's very chill. It's not going to be turned into YouTube content. I'm not rushing to get through anything. I'm like, okay, I got to get through this so I could get to YouTube. No, we're just running around doing stuff. We might be side questing. We might just be traversing the countryside. We might be uh, working on the main story. We might be assassinating people. You never know. We might be building a house. There's all kinds of stuff to do in Skyrim because that game is massive. So, yeah, if that sounds like a good time, come hang out. Yeah. You can learn about the, the perks mod I have installed as I learn about it. Oh, are you Why going is, through mods? What? 
I have a few quality of life mods, like making the U, the menu UI better and making some things lighter so you're not constantly over-encumbered and right. things like that. But I also installed a mod that it doesn't overhaul the perk system or the perk trees, but it tweaks them. Okay. But you're not, like, playing through as, like, Spider-Man or anything weird like that. You're no, just... no, none of those. Okay. Everything is... is quality of life except for the perks thing and that's really a quality of life because some of the perk trees in skyrim are not good sure so like i'm in favor of quality of life mods in general when a game's been around long enough because the developers are not going to go back and fix problems no so i think when i played dragon age origins it was like eight or nine years or whatever after the game had come out and third-party mods were how you made the game keep working because they fixed a lot of glitches nice and they also put in some of the features that weren't completed when the game was launched but all the code was still there so they just sort of finished it oh so that's kind of neat too huh so yeah there you go i forgot things okay so if you want to help support what i do manipool productions is a patreon supported endeavor so you can go to patreon.com slash the pool and become a lifeguard, which can get you a variety of perks. And remember, you get the one YouTube video every day, you get streams throughout the week, and you get the uh, podcasts, uh, two podcasts a week, and that's all free. You don't have to pay for any of that. So, but if you do want to help, you can get the YouTube videos and the pool episodes early. YouTube videos, like, as soon as they're uploaded, they're on Patreon. Like, sometimes they're a day ahead. Sometimes they're a week ahead. So, sometimes you just get this large chunk of um, videos that you could watch. Yeah. <laughs> Random bits of fuzz floating at my face. It was terrifying. Um, you can get access to the odds and ends, which is all the nonsense recorded before and after both Monday Night Magic and the Mana Pool that is uncensored and unfiltered. And just yesterday, I got three more of those posted. Yeah, three more. Which means of the ones from last year, one, three, four, six, seven, I only have eight left. So that's only like two, maybe three more sitting down, finding time to listen through them sections or sessions. So that's pretty good. I'm looking over there because that's where my whiteboard is and I cross them out when they go up on Patreon. So it's a motivator. When I finished the first column, I went, yeah, because that felt good because there's a lot in the first column. But anyway, then once once I'm caught up with those, I will get caught up on the ones from this year, which it's only like five or six. So yeah, hell yeah. But yeah, that's just behind the scenes nonsense. And finally, you can get the odds and ends the early stuff and the sponsorship shout out on both podcasts and on the end screen for the YouTube videos. Those are the mythic lifeguards. So I'd like to thank them right now in proper order this time. Cause I found the, the right website on the mana pool. I found a different patron manager and they were not in the same order. And my brain could not take it. Y'all it was bad. Bill, wake up. I am waiting. No waiting. <laughs> we have, Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, 
Al, Lance Delicious, Team Uhelis, are you? Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart Slaw, PJ McMullen, Sophia Bretain, Casey. Fayan says, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, God, nope, 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 wait, Jason Kaus, look, see, things changed and my brain refuses to accept it. Da, 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 da. John Parker, Violet Moon, Aleph Cat, Beardy Man, <laughs> Bartle, uh, Backwards Logic, ALK Alters, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Hmm. So... Yeah, thank you all so very much for your support. I quite literally could not do this without you. And to all of the lifeguards at every tier, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So with that, I guess we're done. Are we done? You tell me. I'm not telling you. I'm not boss of you. Oh. Well, in that case, yeah, we're done. Okay. So, <laughs> Delegation. So this has been Monday Night Magic number six hundred eighty. Ooh, dude! In ten more, we could say nice ten times. There it was. <laughs> Thank you all so very much for joining us, and uh, go play some magic. <laughs>